How do we deal with a loved one who's in so much pain? He said, you know, we want to take that pain from the loved one, but we can't. When, when a loved one is in pain, and interestingly, it doesn't much matter what type of pain it is. It could be a physical pain, a physical illness. It also could be something mental or emotional. It could be a problem they're having in the office or, you know, at school that they come home every day and tell you, this happened again. I got, you know, in a fight with my coworkers again or the boss picked on me again or, you know, my friends didn't want to have lunch with me again or whatever, whatever it may be that's troubling. One of the first things that we all want to do is solve the problem. How can we jump in and fix it? And so a lot of times what our first reaction is, oh, you just have to do this. Do that. Tell them this. Tell them that. Act like this. Act like that. Or if someone is in pain because maybe they've lost, lost something. Maybe they've lost a loved one. Maybe they've been fired from their job. Maybe that whatever, maybe they've lost something that mattered to them. And again, we try to fix it. We're well-intentioned, but we say things like, oh, don't worry, you'll get another one. There will be others. It'll be okay. Whatever, whatever we say to try to, to fix it, whether it's by telling them what to do, whether it's by trying to do it ourselves, or whether it's by simply saying things that we think will end their pain. And none of it works. Because unless, unless you're dealing with a small child who really may not know how to deal with a teacher who's picking on him or her or, you know, schoolyard bullying or something like that, other than that, you can imagine that most adults who are going through a difficult situation have already run every possible scenario through their mind. And they're not going to say to you, oh, wow, that's a great idea of how to deal with this pain I'm in. That almost never happens. I've never seen it happen. Usually what happens is they just get annoyed. Don't tell me what to do. I've already thought about that. You don't understand. And we actually end up exacerbating their pain. We make it worse rather than better. And so really the very best thing in most cases that you can do for a loved one who's in pain is just be there with them. A lot of times we try to pull loved ones out of pain because their pain is uncomfortable for us. So someone's crying and we, oh, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Because their tears on some level make me uncomfortable. Their tears on some level scare me. I don't want to go there. And so I need them to stop crying so I can feel okay. But that's not... That's not either helpful for them, of course. It's also not right for me. 
If you really want to be helpful to someone else, do the work within yourself that enables you to sit with someone's pain and not run from it, not try to fix it, not try to pull them out of it, but to be able to be present with them in it. Because simply having someone really there with you is a balm to almost all of the pain in the world. It's interestingly even a balm for physical pain. may not cure it. Your presence is not going to fix my broken leg. But having someone who I know is really there, who I love, who loves me, be there, changes our mental state in such a way that it brings about such a state of peace within me that that neurological, chemical chain of reactions in me actually ends up decreasing my pain. And so the first and most important thing is just be there, whether they are dealing with a terminal diagnosis, whether they've lost a loved one, whether they are suffering from depression, whatever they're going through, whatever type of pain it is, have the courage to be there with them, to not run from their tears, to not run from their pain, to not run from what may be their death sentence, and to be able to just be there in love that's the first and probably the most vastly important aspect of it. And of course, whatever you can do to help, do it. But just make sure it's really helping them and it's not about you. That your help of them is not just how can you get out of this situation more easily. And one way to know a lot of times is just to ask. You know, we try to second-guess things. Ask them, how can I best support you here? How can I best be of service to you here? Is there anything I can do or say for you in this moment? Ask them. And when all else fails, hug them, assuming that that's okay with them. Really, the act of just loving someone is far more healing than we give it credit for. And the truth is you can't take someone's pain, whatever is causing it whether they've been given a terminal diagnosis, whether they've lost a loved one, whether they've been fired from their job, there's, there's nothing you can do but your love can actually give them the strength, give them the inner peace to walk through this. And whether through it is into health and into life and into renewed joy, 
or whether through it is into the other side. Wherever through that pain is, having you by their side is a great gift. So don't, don't shortchange yourself and think that you're doing less. And again, if there's anything you can do, if they're going through physical pain, okay, well, maybe they'd like a head massage. Maybe they'd like a foot massage. I mean, really. You know, I mean, okay, so you can't, you're not the doctor. You can't set their broken bones. You can't heal their cancer. You can't bring their loved one back to life. But you can sit with them. And maybe you can massage their head. Maybe you can bring them food. Maybe you can take them for a walk in the park. Maybe you can read them something. Something inspiring. Maybe you can bring them a beautiful, inspiring, you know, movie and sit and watch it with them. Little things. But it's a matter of whatever we can do, being present with whatever it is that they are going through. And the last, the last piece of this is, in a lot of cases, being able to handle logistics for someone is actually an incredible help. So let's say what they've just gone through is the loss of a loved one. Well, in dealing with the pain of the loss of a loved one, having also to deal with notifying people, funeral arrangements, legal stuff, I mean, that on top of the pain of losing someone you've just loved, having to deal with that when chances are you're not able to sleep at night, well, are you in such a situation that you could step in and help them with that? If they're dealing with a terminal illness, maybe it's not terminal. Maybe they've got a cancer diagnosis. Not necessarily terminal by any means. But maybe they're in a situation where they're confused, they're scared, maybe they're in pain. Well, can you be a resource person for them? doesn't mean that you walk in every hour with some or other crazy new cure that you're just going to confuse them even worse about. But can you actually be a good resource person? Speaking to experts in whatever tradition they feel comfortable taking treatment from, whether it's traditional medicine, whether it's non-traditional, whether it's a mixture of both, whatever it may be, can you be a good resource person? Can you actually research? Who are the top people? Who are the right experts? Can you help them in that way? Can you bring them good food? So there's no shortage of things that we can do when we're actually present with what that person really needs rather than with our need for them not to be in pain, which is what leads us to want to try to constantly fix it. So really, connect as deeply as you can with them. Love them. Not undermining or underestimating the value of just that. And then in whatever other possible way you can be of service, do it.